It's Bartender Journey Podcast number 52. 52. We do one show a week. 52 weeks in a year. Hey, we're sort of our year anniversary. Actually, we'll call next week's show our year-long anniversary. And uh, Vanna will be back with us next week. And we're looking forward to that. And he's got a lot planned for the next bunch of shows. So anyway, welcome to the Bartender Journey Podcast. This is the place where you can get all kinds of info about bartending. We talk about cocktails, about bartending, about the, the inner game of bartending, as we call it. You know, not just about how to make drinks, but how to how to be a good bartender all around. So uh, I, I heard a podcast about podcasting, and they said you should, in the very beginning, you should talk about what kind of show it is. So uh, th- there you go. Anyway, like I said, Vanna will be back next week. This week I have my buddy Ozil back on the show. He was on a couple weeks ago, and uh, he's coming back because he went to one of these cocktail events in, down in Texas, and I wanted to hear more about it. I haven't been to one of these cocktail events since Tales of the Cocktail in uh, over the summer, so uh, I kind of miss it. I wanted to hear more about this this show down in Texas. So uh, hang on, we'll get Ozil on the line. What's up, Vince? Ozil, how you doing, buddy? Well, man, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Very good, very good. What's going on? We uh, we meet again, right? Yeah, yeah. We got you back <laughs> after only a couple of weeks. It feels good to be back, man. What's going on, man? Well, we got, I was just saying in the intro, this is our 52nd show, so we do one show a week. Yay. That's pretty cool, cool right? And so next cool. week, uh, Vanna will be back, and we'll call that our one-year anniversary. But uh, this week, it's you and me, buddy. Well, cheers to that, man. Congratulations. One year is big time. So uh, cheers to you and Vanna for doing a great job. Big uh, fan. You know that. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Cool. Cheers. Well, I wanted to hear all about your uh, experience at the uh, San Antonio cocktail event. So, yeah, man. Wow. What can I say? It was uh, super inspiring. Uh, Wow. It was just crazy to be around so many like-minded bartenders, man, that were really passionate about the craft. Uh, The first class I took was um, called Making Cocktails for Your Home Cocktail Party. Okay. And yeah, that was cool, man. That was conducted by Sasha Petrosky. He's the guy, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. He was on Hey Bartender and also he's the owner of uh, Milk and Honey. Right, right. Yep. So cool cat, man. So he was, uh, he was the instructor and he just talked about cocktails and and how to make, how to batch and uh, just kind of organizing your, your cocktail parties at home, which was really, really interesting. So, oh, okay. I want to hear all about that. First of all, with batching now, uh, that's a big thing these days yeah. where you uh, pre-mix the cocktails and yep. um, batch them up. But you know what I thought was interesting about that when I first started learning about it was, you know, when you make a cocktail in a shaker with ice, you know, it's you're adding some water to the drink. So now if you're batching up the cocktail um, in a bottle without ice and then you're going to um, maybe chill it in the fridge or something, you don't have that You don't have that same uh, water content in it. So did they talk about that at all? Yeah, he definitely mentioned something about keeping everything in the fridge. So like the tonics, the mixers, keeping them cold. Um, and, you know, definitely that's that's kind of the, the focal point when it comes to batching cocktails because I didn't know how that worked either because I was like thinking but you know batching cocktails how are you gonna do that um but yeah I mean there's there's a science to it and uh, he provided all the information and uh, some really cool cool tips on that and uh, right. yeah so it was really interesting man so, so did he mix them up during the uh during the during that class yeah man so it was like 11 o'clock in the morning man we were <laughs> yeah. like sipping on old fashions and uh, <laughs> he made this amazing uh ginger uh, I forgot the name of it it was uh the Palma fizz I believe 
um, one of his cocktails out at Milk and Honey, and it was really good. But yeah, man, we were at sipping and taking notes, and uh, it was cool. I didn't know uh, we, we talked about punch mm-hmm. and how, you know, the origins of punch and how, like, it's simply just a cocktail juice that hasn't been shaken. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's a big thing these days, you know, where, uh, you know, bottle service, of course, is still big in the clubs. But, you know, now people are thinking, well, how can we make that a little more interesting than serving, you know, a bottle and some cranberry juice and, you know, some some mixers and then leaving it, leaving the people to their own devices. Now you can order a punch in, in a lot of clubs and um, high end cocktail bars. And uh, so now you're getting something a little more interesting, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and we talked about all of that. And uh, one of the things that he meant, I actually thought about guys, because uh, I, th- I believe in one of your previous episodes, you talked about, I'm not sure if it was you or Ivana who mentioned that drinking is a privilege, right. you know, uh, and, uh, you know, it's so true. He mentioned, and I think something that he was really adamant about, which I was super impressed that, you know, being a responsible bartender, right. you know, Sasha was big on that. He was like, you know, drinking is a privilege and, and bartenders are obligated to ensure responsible drinking. And I thought that was really cool to, to hear that coming from him. I know in New York is different with the transportation system over there, but, uh, you know, in Texas, they don't play, man. They take that very seriously. So bartenders uh, have to be extra careful when it comes to that. But he really was adamant about that. He said, hey, listen, it is a privilege and it is our obligation to make sure that whenever we serve guests, we, we, we want to make sure they have a great time, but make sure that they do it responsibly. So I thought that was cool for him to mention that. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have a, I have a story about that. I was saving it for when Vano comes in next week. But uh, about, okay, okay. about a, you know, I'll tell briefly a bit of the story. You know, uh, this person was being a little obnoxious, you know, and one of the other bartenders told him so, and then he got pissed off, and he hasn't been back since. But you know, but um, you know, not only do you have a responsibility to um, keep that particular person safe, but you have a responsibility to the other people in your bar. And if the, if this guy's getting out of control and being making everybody else uncomfortable or whatever, you know, maybe the other people are going to leave or they're going to, you know, they're, they're not going to be comfortable. So that that's another part of the uh, drinking is a privilege. That's the other yep. side of that coin. For sure, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes. You wanted to ask me something? No, I just, I, I wanted to hear a little bit more about that class, but. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, man, I took actually a couple notes I'll share with you guys and the listeners. Right. Uh, so there was a quote that he, he mentioned. I'm not sure if it was Sasha, but he said, the cocktail waits for no man. So I thought <laughs> that was cool. He says that once you shake a cocktail, mm. you know, it's lit. You know, mm. it's lit and you can't let it water down. You got to drink it and enjoy it. And uh, I thought that was really cool. And he said, the cocktail waits for no man. I like that. And yeah, man. And uh, another thing he mentioned, which was really cool, was, uh, and I really like the fact that he got to the science of things. And he talked about whenever you shake a cocktail, you have to listen. And he was, he got really detailed and I wish I would have recorded what he was saying, but he said, when you shake, when you're shaking in, uh, in the shaker tin and you're hearing the ice, you have to listen to the ice. And when you hear it crack and there's all about timing. And he said, he doesn't believe in, in counting where bartenders feel like they need a count. He's like, you really got to listen to the way the ice cracks mm-hmm. and you don't want to make a drink too watery, obviously. So I thought that was really interesting. And he had a guy, one of his uh, fellow instructors as well, uh, that was there shaking and kind of teaching the class how to properly shake um, a -hmm. cocktail. So I thought that was really interesting as well. And let me ask you this, Vince, since I know you have a home bar, what is your like just your prized possession when it comes to like what's that one home bar product that you have or tool that you have that is like the most valuable 
Hmm. Well, I, I guess it would have to be my silver bullet shaker. I like it. Shaker? It's, oh, okay. this, uh, it's a silver bullet looking thing. So it's okay. uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's real cool looking. But uh, yeah, I just, I use that all the time. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. But you know, then we well, we talked about a couple of weeks ago the you know the bitters and the uh, the, mm-hmm. the the ingredients too. But as far as tools, I guess I'd have to say the uh, the shaker. The yeah. shaker, yeah. He, yeah. He, we talked about a lot of you know home bar tools, and he said everybody should invest in a great a Swiss peeler. Mm. Uh, and he said you can get it at a uh, cocktailkingdom.com and and of course car uh, barproducts.com as well. They have. That, but he says you should always invest in a great Swiss peeler, which I, I never thought that you know I have one, but I was Do like you? Swiss, yeah. But yeah, I just use a sharp knife and you know. Yeah, but, that's what I thought too. But he was he was really uh, passionate about. It. I was like, yeah, that's the greatest tool that I have. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so uh, it was really cool class. Uh, he mentioned there's a book called I'm not sure if you've heard of it before. It's called Vintage Spirits and Forgotten Cocktails by no. Ted Hay. Okay. He Ted, highly what is it? Ted what? It Ted and then it's uh, Hay or Hay says H A I G H. Okay. And the book is called Vintage Spirits and Forgotten Cocktails. He somebody asked in the class if there's a book he would recommend, and of course there's tons of them, and uh, but this is the one that he recommended. Uh, that's really, really good. So okay. I got to check that, that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So uh, it was really cool. And then after that, I went to, um, had a 30-minute break and went to a second class, which was vermouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you and I talked about that before. Yeah. And uh, you taught me a few things about keeping it in the fridge. And he did mention that. It was a, it was taught by Brian McCullough, who owns a bar out of called in Dallas, the Standard Pour. Okay. And he talked about the four categories of vermouth. And uh, have you heard of Dolan? I have never heard of Dolan vermouth. No. Uh-uh. No. He highly recommended him. He said he actually goes to like lounge and clubs and he'll like get bottle service and he'll just get it iced. He said he'll have a, a do- I was like, crazy? I have never heard of that. So he says, yeah, man. He's like, I just, you know, put it over ice, splash of soda with orange peel and I'm good to go. And he talked about it being a low octane for a high octane lifestyle. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real European thing to drink things like vermouth yeah. with just a splash of soda. Oh, now that I look it up and I see the label, I do recognize that. I, you I do, do recognize rec- it. I did recognize he, that, yeah. He highly recommends it, but they have a, a Dolan Rouge, which is also used in, in Manhattan's and Negroni's, uh, but they have variations of them. But yeah, he was talking about Dolan being a great brand to check out when it comes to uh, vermouth drinking. So. so I'm trying to think four categories of vermouth, huh? Of course, there's... Uh, Dry and uh, sweet. What else have we got? Rouge is another category. Rouge, yeah. And then Amaro. Uh, he also mentioned a button called, uh, what is it? Cardamaro. Cardamaro, which is another one that's coming, uh, that's emerging uh, from Italy. Okay. And uh, that's another good one. And we had, it was crazy because we were tasting all of them. And they were amazing. I have never tried vermouth. Uh, you know, I take a little sip here and there, but I really have a newfound respect and love for for vermouth. I have to buy myself a bottle. It was really good. He makes some cocktails with it, and uh, it yeah. was really tasty, man. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying because I, I, you know, of course, at the Manhattan Cocktail Classic, I hung out with the guys from uh, Via Vermouth for a long time, and and uh, right. for like an hour actually, <laughs> and and uh, same I had the same experience. You know, I did, I never gave it much thought. You know, and that now now I think it's awesome. I love it. It, just for uh, people listening, um, yeah. a, a a vermouth is a, a fortified wine, is what it's called, and you know that's in the same line as a port or a Madeira um, and a couple others that not coming to mind at the moment. But basically, basically, it's wine that's fortified with a little um, 
with spices and a little more uh, liquor. So it's you know it's higher higher content alcohol than wine, but lower than um, you know whiskey or whatever. It's a, a spirit. So that's uh, just a little information for people that are you know you got to put it into a category. It's called a fortified wine. So yeah, fortified. Uh, That's right. So um, so what cocktails did they make at the Vermouth class? He had one that he sold. It was like a house drink at his uh, his bar called the Huckleberry, mm-hmm. um, and it was really good. It was really good. It kind of tasted like a, a sangria, but much much better. Mm. And uh, and he had another one. A lot of it were just tasting a bunch of vermouth. Some of them were sweeter than others, uh, but they all had some distinctive taste. It, it was like I said, it was a, definitely a new experience, and uh, and I'm glad I took the course for. And he mentioned that vermouth is an emerging. Um, product that's that will be probably popular a lot more popular here in the u.s uh in the coming years so uh, like i said i I've, i fell in love with it and i, I want to buy myself a bottle now just because uh yeah it was really good it was good stuff yeah yeah the guys at via gave me uh they gave me a couple bottles to take home so that we could uh make cut when i interviewed them this is going back i wish i remember which show number it was uh maybe i'll, I'll sort it out and put it on the web on the website when i post this up on the website uh i'll put a link to that show about vermouth but um um what was my point <laughs> oh my vermouth is all gone now so <laughs> oh, really? well, well the sweet is <laughs> i got some dry but i don't know the sweet is gone so uh what do you uh normally make it with what kind of cocktails manhattan <laughs> of course, of course. I love, yeah. love the Manhattan. I just, yeah. you know, I can't get enough of it now. And uh, it's the, it's not something I used to drink because, you know, the vermouth is so bad at most bars, you know. Yeah. You know, I've said it probably 10 times on the show, but mo- most um, bars, it, it sits there in the speed rack, unrefrigerated, It stay, yeah. and, it, and it hangs around. You know, people only want to dash because it tastes so bad. So, uh, so the bottle lasts for, forever, you know. I mean, the bottle should mm-hmm. last you – maybe a year in the refrigerator, it, you know, once it's open, but sitting out like that, it just, it goes bad after a while. It's, it, you know, so it's, it's not as good. People don't like it. It's not, you don't go through that bottle very quickly. And, uh, you know, it, it's just unappealing, you know, but when you get into some a good, well-made products and it's, and it's stored properly, it's, it's the best thing. It's, it's funny. Yeah, well, hopefully, like I said, great companies like Via and all these other companies that are emerging from Italy and, and all over the world. I think we're going to we're going to see an emergence of vermouth and people kind of fall in love. And I think a lot of bartenders are going to be responsible, obviously, to to be able to introduce vermouth um, to to the American public because it is great stuff. Like I said, I tried it by itself with like uh, some soda and he he let us try that with uh, with some lime and it was really, really good. Mm. I'm drinking that more often. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Awesome. Awesome. It's good stuff. Yeah. So uh, after that, uh, that was really interesting um, just because I didn't know much about vermouth. A lot of people didn't. Uh, one of the guys that was next to me, it was a couple. He was an elderly man and he was big into martinis and he was old school, man. I don't know. Whenever you make martinis, uh, do you put how many how many ounces of uh, vermouth do you put in a martini when you're making? Well, if I'm making it at the bar. I put in a dash because that's what people are used to now, you know. Nobody, yeah. I mean, nobody, um, nobody's used to a, a to a properly made vermouth, uh, a properly made martini, um, or I don't know if you call it properly made, but in the in the original tradition, anyway, it was. Uh, 
uh, it's about two to one um, gin to vermouth. And uh, and the other thing you want to put in there is uh, a few drops of orange bitters, and that's something also that's fallen by the wayside. So uh, that know. is the original martini, sir. Yes, a lot of people really don't know about the orange bitters. That's right. That's right. And yeah, it's, and it's great. It, it just wakes the whole drink up, you know. Yep. And uh, and it and it works with a with a vodka martini as well. But you know, it's it's funny. Um, a guy comes into the bar the other night, mm-hmm. and um, he orders a very strong martini, like. <laughs> Ooh. This guy does not know what he's ordering. I mean, there's nothing in it but liquor, you know. I mean, how am I going to make it stronger than? <laughs> so I didn't even ask vodka or gin because I know if somebody orders that, is wants vodka. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah that's so, but I mean. Uh, do you have any clue what it is you're drinking? Very strong martini. There's nothing but liquor in it. <laughs> yeah, so I so I left out the orange bitters, so that made it a little yeah. stronger, right? Of course, you want it very strong. Good evidence. Oh man, <laughs> that's funny because one recipe I got, uh, it was actually through Bar Smarts. They do uh, one part each, man. It was actually yeah. one part, yeah, uh, dry vermouth, and it was equal parts. And yeah. uh, so you know, and I guess that's when it comes to the good quality, of, you know, vermouth. That you want good quality vermouth and um, parallel with with some good gin, London dry gin, and, and you're good to go. But yeah, a lot of people don't like a lot of vermouth, and uh, hopefully no. with the quality of vermouth stepping up, you know, uh, hopefully people will kind of go back to the old school ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think I think even if I went out and ordered a, a, a martini in a in a you know in a just your local neighborhood bar. Yeah, I'd want it dry because I know their vermouth would suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, good just, point. Yeah, you know, just make it real cold, a couple of drops of vermouth, and you know, and I I enjoy that. You know, it's not it's not the traditional uh, traditional way, but I, I like it. You know, with it, mm-hmm. and uh, things are changing. Hopefully, and we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. get some high quality products out there. And yeah, oh, that, sure. that was interesting. What you said it's up to it's up to the bartenders to uh, to introduce people to this uh, new concept, or actually, it's an old concept, <laughs> right? Old a, concept, right? But uh, reintroducing it, yeah, 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 and it's, yeah, it is. It's up to us to uh, to keep people um, introducing people to new stuff and and uh, expanding their horizons and their palates, you know. So so important. Did you whenever you went to the Mac? Because I know you've been to a few uh, seminars and conferences. Did you uh, when you went to the Manhattan Classic? Uh, was it were they giving you guys like drinks during? Did you take any classes there, oh, yeah. or were you volunteering? Yeah, okay. I took I um both. Yeah, I I volunteered and uh, and I took some classes and uh, yeah, during every class, it's usually sponsored. is that how it goes? Okay. It's usually sponsored by some liquor company, and you know they they uh, want to promote their their product to the bartenders and the people in the industry. You know, so there's always. There's always uh, drinks involved. <laughs> yeah, man, because I ate like early. So I, I was, San Antonio is about two and a half hours away from, from Houston. So I left early. I left around five or six just to make sure because the first class was at 11 o'clock. And I didn't know it was going to be like this, man. But I was, you know, drinking Old Fashioned 11. I had like a light <laughs> breakfast, bro, at yeah. the second class at the vermouth. I know. I'm like, man, I was I was feeling it. My notes were getting all scribbly, and I was like, whoa, this is this is crazy. I mean, there were, there were we having, that was good times. It was good times. They were definitely pouring the cocktails, but uh, I didn't know what to expect. So next time, I have to make sure that I have to sneak in some snacks. Yeah, but you guys are hooking us up. Yeah, yeah. At, at the um, uh, down in New Orleans, at the uh-huh. uh, oh, uh, right. Tales of the Cocktail, the yeah. um, on their website. 
there was um, a list of how to get through, you know, how to, how, to, how to get through. And I remember one of the thing was you don't have to drink every drink that's put in front of you <laughs> or you don't, have to fin- <laughs> you don't have to finish it. You don't have to finish every drink that's put in front of you because there'll be a lot of drinks put in front of you, that's for sure. And, uh, of course, pace it out with some water and some food and, uh, you know, you can do it. You can do it. Work. Yeah, they had some water. I was, I was an amateur, man. It's like my first one, so I don't know what to expect. I, I plan to go to Tales later this year, so now I know what to expect and to make sure I have some food and make sure I have some water next to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good. You want to try everything, you know? You don't. Know, you feel you really kind of do. like, ah, I know. I'll let it go to waste. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and there's so much to try. So were, were there a lot of um, other things going on, just like tastings and things that you could walk around or you had to sign up for these classes? Yeah, the majority was, uh, it was at the Sheridan Hotel, and at night, that's when they had, like, happy hour, and they had, like, you know, live music. I wasn't able to stay, stick around. I had to come come back to Houston because I had to work the next day. Uh-huh. So, um, but no, I mean, it's it was cool, man. The staff was really friendly. They had a lot of brands out there, and, uh, you know, the bartenders from, I mean, they were from all over. Uh, so it was really, really cool to... Uh, I bumped actually to uh, Deshaun, Deshaun from, uh, well, now he lives in LA, but I bumped it to him and, and a lot of great bartenders out in New York and LA. So they were all, it was cool, man, to see the support. And that's one thing, Vince, that I wanted to share because if, for the, for the listeners out there, uh, if you get a chance uh, to go to these cocktail conferences or, or seminars, um, take a class because you really learn so much. And there's something inspiring about being around bartenders, just the leadership, man, the leadership, the support, uh, the fact that it is a, a bartending culture here that is is thriving and it's growing. And there are people there that are willing to uh, like I spoke to Sasha after the seminar and he was really cool, gave me his email address. It was like, hey, listen, whatever you need, if you're in New York. If you have any questions, you know, 24-7, just hit me up. And I think that's something for bartenders. Make sure you get out there and, and learn. You'll learn something different. And it's very inspiring to be around other leaders in the bartending community. So um, that was really cool to see that, man. I think those are the, the three things that, that really inspired me was the community, the, the leadership, and just the willingness to kind of help everybody out, uh, all the bartenders out that are, are trying to take it to the next level. Uh, you definitely got to make it out. It's it's cool. I couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, yeah, you can tell people that, but they they, they won't really understand until they make it to one of these shows. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, there's bartenders, man, that they really don't care. Like, you know, you know, Vince, you and Vano, and and I've connected with you know bartenders online here in Houston, and I feel like it's very. I don't want to say it's like a small mm-hmm. group of bartenders, but they're you know just in anything, right? There's the good yeah. the bartenders that are constantly going to be learning. They're curious. They're going to go to these seminars. They're constantly learning. They're always students of the game. Right. You know, they never think they're the ish and they're going to be like, this is what I do. I'm a bartender and never learn. And then you have the other next level bartenders that are constantly just doing research, learning about the brands that are emerging, uh, connecting like you and I and just really kind of absorbing and just being around other like minded bartenders. Uh, so there's always going to be that 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 people who don't who don't they're just kind of complacent. And then you have the other bartenders that are constantly just searching. So I wish more bartenders would partake more in the learning aspect of it right. uh, but you know uh, to each their own and I think it's yeah. really cool that you know that you guys uh, take great pride in that as well yeah yeah I agree and you know if some people do it just to make a living and it's a job and that's cool but True. you know with whatever you do you know I've said it on the show a hundred times you know just, just to keep learning is, is, is 
inspiring and and uh you know there's always more to learn more more to take from other people that uh that have been maybe doing it longer than you or have different ideas or whatever so mm-hmm. there's always uh it's it's great to just keep learning and um it's expanding your horizons you know i, I yeah i agree with that 100 percent yeah, man. Like I said, it's next level bartending. You learn so much. And, and like I said, you connect with others and a lot of cocktail enthusiasts. There was actually a lot of people that were taking the class that weren't bartenders that were just like, hey, I just want to, which was real cool. And they just want to learn. And they, this lady that next to me at the first class, was, she just loved rye. She would have these rye whiskey parties hmm. with her girlfriends. I thought that was cool. She was yeah. like, oh, I love old fashioned. She knew a lot about the cocktails. And, uh, and I thought that was cool too as well. So it wasn't just bartenders. It was, you meet a lot of people and you kind of get to pick their brain and see what they like and what they don't like. I don't know. It's just, it's just a great learning experience and something that highly recommended to all the listeners out there. Go and check out a seminar. I think you'll definitely be inspired and, and you'll learn so much. Yeah, and there's more of them popping up all around the country more all the time. So there's, All over, man. Yeah. All over. Yeah. And, Crazy. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh Thanks so much, Ozil, for coming on the show and sharing your uh, your experience down at that uh, San Antonio. What is the San Antonio Cocktail Conference? Yeah, right? the San Antonio Cocktail Conference. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And so. uh, yeah, I appreciate it, brother. Cool, man. Likewise. Well, thanks again for reaching out, man, and giving me this platform once again to kind of share my experience. Like, as you can see, I'm very passionate. It was really cool. And, uh, you know, anytime you need anything and all the listeners out there continue supporting Bartender Journey. I set uh, everything up on the show notes on my site. Uh, and I, every yeah, guy, I got, yeah, I mean, you got a great response and a lot of people were showing love. So if you're listening, continue supporting. Uh, these guys are doing an amazing job as always. And uh, yeah, man, you you and Vano, man, I'm looking forward to getting the return of the dynamic duo right. uh, next <laughs> week. And I miss you guys. Uh, you guys have great chemistry, man, and do a lot of great uh, service for, for all the bartenders out there. So thank you once again. Oh, Vano. thank you, man. And uh, of course, you can find Ozeal on his website, thinkozeal.com. And um, same for Twitter, right? Yeah, so Twitter, yeah, think Ozio. And if you ever, guys, if you can, if you want to email me at thinkozio at gmail.com, um, I just love connecting with other bartenders. So if you're out there, uh, you can also drop me an email as well. Awesome, man. Thanks again, brother. Yeah, for sure, man. Likewise, man. Cheers. And uh, cheers to a great new year, man. Yeah, Keep up the great work, you. brother. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, we're, we're going to meet up one of these days, whether it's New York or New Orleans or wherever. <laughs> I'll be in New York uh, later this year, man. So I'll be sure to hit you and Vano up so we can have some drinks. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, man. Take care. Thanks again. You too, man. Take care. Cheers. All right. That's our show for this week, our 52nd show, 52 weekly podcasts. And don't forget, they're all there on iTunes. You can go back to the beginning and listen uh, from show number one. There's a lot of good information on there. So next week, don't forget, Vanna will be back in the studio, our 53rd show, and we'll call that our year anniversary And uh, Vano's been working hard on material for the next several shows. He'll be back in the studio for the next um, foreseeable future for our shows. So um, we're looking forward to that. Don't forget you can get a hold of me, vince.bartender at gmail.com. And on Twitter at barkeeptips. And our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com. Dot com And there you can find, um, you can listen to the show there and find the link to iTunes where you can subscribe, which uh, please do that, by the way. That helps us out a lot. The more subscribers, the better. And uh, give us some ratings, too, when you go to iTunes. Give us, 
Give us some stars. Give us some, the maximum amount of stars, if you don't mind. Hope we're, uh, hope we deserve it. And on our website, that's the bartenderjourney.weebly.com. Um, I always put up some show notes. And uh, like, for instance, today, Ozil was talking about the class he took with Sasha about how to have a great cocktail party at home. And I actually found an article uh, related to that. So I'll put a link to that up on the show. And um, whatever else. Oh, the vermouth. I'll, I'll put a link back to the vermouth vermouth show since we were talking about that so you can find that on the website what else of course vano is what is his email oh bartender 2222 so bartender with four twos at gmail.com and he's on twitter at vance vano also when you go to our website you can help us out by going to our tip cup page and there you can help support the show we want to keep the show going uh, but we could use your support so please consider leaving us a tip and uh, if you're interested in coming on the show or getting hold of us, I, I gave you the information. You can email me at vince.bartender at gmail.com. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Vano and I will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.